Wow, what a turkey call. That's the sounds of this week's race coming to you from another episode of the TSP podcast. What is this, episode seven, my friend? Episode seven, man. Was that turkey or your best uh, casting couch impression? Uh, probably a little combination of both. I was never much of a swallower, more of a spitter growing up. So that makes perfect sense. Quitter. Nice. Yeah, sorry about that. Got disconnected, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, again, I was trying to swallow and it just didn't work out for me. So <laughs> this has kind of been the theme of the day. For those that aren't aware, I'm in the middle of a hotel in the middle of Illinois just because of real work bullshit. So did you hit disconnect or is that your shitty fucking motel? No, I accidentally hit disconnect. Oh, wow. That's even. <laughs> but, yeah. So think- this has been one of those fucking days where I got a Prius for a rental card. I couldn't figure out how to do that because we all know how challenged I am with Twitter. And now I just exited out of the start of the podcast. So, yeah, I'm on fire on all cylinders today, ladies and gentlemen. So, yeah, like I said, episode seven of the Tank Slap and Pulsers podcast off to a brilliant start reenacting my days on Casting Couch. Uh, no rubber. Watched a lot of those videos. That's how I found me when we became friends. So yeah, we're hitting some different different levels here. So yeah, episode seven, ladies and gentlemen. Since today, we'll have a little race preview, some race news, and losing money with no rubber. But I want to first give a shout out to our sponsors. So this week, the sponsor is uh, Turkey because we're going to Turkey, and I think everybody likes fucking Turkey, right? If you don't, you're not an American, so that's okay if you don't. But and also the Amazon dog shitting bags, I just use them a lot. And they're really fucking good. So when you take your dog out and they shit, they... are you telling me we have we have two sponsors? Yeah, one I really give a shout out to Amazon dog shitting bags. So is it a shout out or a sponsor? Because two sponsors in one week—that's big time. Sponsored. They heard last episode and they were just amazed with our analyses and strategies. And so, uh, yeah, the official meat of the country of turkey turkey is our sponsor and then also amazon shit bags nice nice well if it makes you feel any better i'm with you on the shitty day i thought i had covid for the uh second time in a month so uh i was ready to go into a science lab somewhere and just get poked and jabbed for the next six months to figure out what the hell's wrong with me and which new strain i found good news like me and you in vegas poked and jabbed you know what i'm saying there you go you are on one it is what's on 11 17 here same time there same time there Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's fresh off a flight. Either that, or he was at the bar watching Monday Night Football. Not sure. Could never tell with this guy, but no, I'm uh, completely sober. I'm, I'm unfortunately, yeah. So uh, <laughs> we're here to talk about F1, aren't we? Damn. Um, before we jump into race news, do, do we have a term of the week? Uh, I actually don't have a term of the week. I'm going to make up for it today with a, a couple history moments. Oh, nice. Oh, we're going to do. We're going to get our learning on right now. Yeah, well, I guess we could we could kick that off. No, let's let's save it. Let's save it. We'll save history class for for during the race preview. I guess getting started, you would jump into really obviously no race the last week, but we did have uh, quite a bit of news pop out. <laughs> I guess a couple things for me. One was one was the schedule, and two was there seems to be a lot of excitement around your team. A lot of excitement around Haas for next year and the, the expectations given they've spent. Are you zero sure that's the right adjective? Mm-hmm. A lot, at least from internally within the team. Expectations. Like they're going to get points? Like, yeah, they, they think they'll be fighting for points. Back end points, but points. 
I want to know what weed they're smoking because I want to get that dealer because they're full of shit. Well, so what they've said, right, they haven't spent any money of the, the development budget this year. They haven't um, spent money in the fucking five years they've been a part of this thing. Apparently, all the money they do spend, whether that's a dollar or a hundred million dollars, is going towards next year's car. Oh, uh, maybe just, that dirty Russian money is going to help them be a little bit better. Apparently, they haven't spent any of that. That's that's all on next year's car. Wow. So, who came out with this, and who's taught? Is this Gunther? Because we all know he's full of shit. But he's just a good soundbite. Uh, I th- it was actually Mick said it, and I think Nikita said it as well. Coming from Mick Schumacher, he's I like that kid. He doesn't seem I like, like a lot too, but you know, there's being hopeful and there's being realistic. So. With Mazda spin, I mean, I can't believe that guy still has a fucking driver's license, let alone a racing license. So, all right. I think it's full shit, but okay. <laughs> I, I was looking forward to that reaction. The the other piece for you. So they've come out and talked about next year, calendar next year. They're targeting 23 races. So record 23 races, but they would start in March and end in mid-November. This year, I think we're looking at like 22 races, maybe 21 by the end of it. But we finished December 10th. Now, the other thing I also heard there's going to be seven sprint races. Yeah, that. Fuck yeah. You talk about getting my gurgles of going and going. I don't know what that means, but that gives me a little blood rush right now. I'm 100% with you. I think that'll be that'll be awesome. I love that. The sprint races, we both talked about them. I think they're fantastic. But 23 races in a tighter schedule. You've heard all the bitching that's been done this year about how tight the schedule is. Any concerns there as a fan or just overall or just sort of shut your mouth and go do it? I won the COVID situation. How many races do we lose this year to COVID? So there, there's that. Um, additionally, you you brought up a, a good point or a good article about Total Wolf talking about maybe you, you bring in different crews uh, just because it's pretty exhausting what these guys go through. I literally just got off a plane and I – I was traveling last week, and this is nowhere as arduous as these guys. But I'm ready to bash my head against the wall. If somebody were to cross me the wrong way, I'd probably punch them in the dick. So um, I can only imagine what these gentlemen are, the amount of exhaustion and distress that goes on. So, yeah, I I would say I'd be a little apprehensive if they do these back-to-back-to-back weeks without uh, some recourse or if the schedule doesn't make sense. Yeah, right. And you think, right, like, it's one thing for Lewis Hamilton or Max or Toto or, or the Horn Dog, but the the guys in the pens, the mechanics, the the sort of back end team guys, they're not flying first class or private jets, right? They're they're shuttled around, and I'm sure it's real real tough, real taxing, and it's not a three four hour intercontinental flight. It is sometimes across the the fucking world, right? Yeah, and plus these guys have families and everything else. So you know, from March to November, that's Pretty much the entire calendar year, right? I think I can do math a little bit there, but there's about yeah, four and a half months that they won't be racing. But if you think, yeah, the the amount of, I just thought it was weird with all the talk that had gone on about, you know, sort of race life balance, I guess if you want to call it, to do a tighter schedule. I don't know if that's the the right move, right? They, they have a bit longer off season, but everything is compact within that. Who's the fuck stick that came up with this idea? No idea. Probably the Domicelli guy, the principal dude. Is that the one with the chili bowl haircut or is that the old guy? Old guy had a chili bowl haircut. It looks like he was a Catholic priest. Fucking A. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm not excited about that bit, but uh, are you also going to dive into 2026 potential engine suppliers? Uh, we can. I'll tell you, I was, I was pretty pumped about that. You know me, I had, uh, you know, 
completely financially responsible move back a few years ago and <laughs> bought me a, a Porsche and fell in love with it and kept it way longer than I should have. That thing got uh, you laid way more than it should have. Well, I mean, I wouldn't have got laid without it. Let's be real. That's true. But yeah, no, Porsche and Audi, the two, uh, two engine suppliers looking at coming in. 2026, I guess they sort of agreed to some of the regulations or requirements that those two would have to get involved. Don't really know how they'll play in, right? Are they going to just supply engines or, or what's going on there? I didn't read enough about that. But if, if Porsche supplies Red Bull, I'm going to be real torn. Yeah, that's like losing your lover. Other piece I wanted to bring up, a uh, lot of news on this one. Qatar has been confirmed for, what, third to last race this year. Obviously, I saw a funny thing, right? You've seen the slogan, we race as one for, for F1. And it was, we race for money. Um, Qatar obviously been under a whole bunch of shit for how they handled um, the construction of stadiums for the World Cup. I think there's estimates that like 6,000 people have died, all kinds of human rights issues and violations. And F1 says, yep, we're coming. And we got we got 10 years coming too after this one. And they said, wow, that's... They do races. We races money. Uh, I'm sure Lewis is going to have some good sound bites on this, and I'll probably agree with him. You know, yeah, another fuck stick move by Chili Bowl. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, it's I, I get it's a business, right? And everybody's going into the Middle East, but yeah, Qatar seems a, a bit of a, a stretch. We'll see. I mean, you saw what happened with the fake wrestling WWE jumped over there, and that caused a lot of controversy. And then UFC. It's just I don't know if I want to dance in that area right now, especially with all the publicity and awareness that's going on. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that you know, you've got, I think Saudi and the UAE are one thing. Qatar seems to be a little bit behind those guys. And, you know, in fact, oh, yeah, they have slavery. I think we tried to abolish that back in the 1800s. <laughs> they leak in and shit or 17. Sorry, I'm not a, a history expert, but yeah, from what I gathered, our country didn't like it. So you see what's still going on. So, yeah. I'll tell you what, you want a term of the week? Sports washing. That's what they're calling it, where they basically bring in sports to cover up all the atrocities that are are going on in their country. Sports washing, term of the week. Never thought I'd have that as a term of the week on this fucking podcast. Damn. Well, we're deep. We're going deep. We're talking about blowjobs and slavery. So all all over the place. Geez, that's what happens when you come off a plane and you had a guy that his fat's splitting on you. And I'm not a small guy by any stretch. So, yeah. Anyway, sorry. I'm bitching and moaning. One last thing I had before we, we jump into, uh, I, I guess, before we jump into Toto here, bit of a question for you. So Hamilton has come out pretty strong. There was one, the radio call when he was racing him earlier this year and said, wow, Lando's such a great racer. Then after, you know, the, the disappointment in Sochi for Norris, uh, he's come out and praised him big time. Norris was on some British TV show this morning. Uh, said how much it meant to him to have have praise come from Hamilton, especially right being British and looking up to him and blah 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 blah. I don't remember Hamilton ever throwing all that praise on Russell when he stepped in for him last year and almost won the race. Really, there's been nothing for for Russell in terms of of outward unsolicited praise. You think that's tactics, or you think there's anything there? Or am I just sticking up for my boy Russell too much there? No, sports psychology, that is that is his rival coming in. This isn't going to be my little side piece that, uh, you know, helps me win like Bodice does. It's not going to be his fluffer. I mean, George Russell is coming in there to compete. That's all psychology, in my opinion. What say you on that? I'm torn. I, I really 
don't know. I, I think some of it's psychology, and I, I get it. He's your teammate. He's going to be in the same equipment. But you would also expect with how McLaren's come up and how Norris has looked, the, you know, especially this year, that's also going to be a big rival for you moving forward. Yeah, but it's a little bit more intimate when it's in their backyard, like the Rosberg days. True, uh, true. I, I just I noticed that this week, and I thought it was was worth bringing up because, uh, yeah, it seems to be unsolicited praise for the other young British driver nonstop. But but Russell, he has to be asked to give something on Russell, right? Yeah, I mean, also it came after when the most heartbreaking moment of the year, and I think that was just Lewis Hamilton being politically correct and saying, "Yeah, he's a, he's still a good racer. He made a dumb fucking decision, but." No, he's not going to come out and say that. Lewis is always the professional, uh, great soundbite, unlike me, off of an airplane. So there you go. All right. That's all I had, really, for this last week. Anything on your end? No, nothing on race news. I got some uh, nice race preview things that we should probably take a look at, but uh, no race news from me. Perfect. Well, let's jump over to Toto, see what he's got to say this week. I, uh, yeah, I'm kind of interested. It's been a quiet week, but I did see there was an article that said Wolf finds it worrying that Horner enjoys winding him up. Uh, I don't know if that's just sort of clickbait to get you on the title, but obviously he's a lot more authentic with us than he is with general media outlets. So, uh, very interested to see if he has anything to say there, but we'll go ahead and let him speak and then we'll jump back in. Uh, hey guys, uh, look, whatever I said earlier this week was, uh, misconstrued, obviously, uh, don't really give a rat's ass for Christian saying anything. Uh, he's a small man and uh, is uh, really at the bottom of the list as far as my concerns. Uh, we have uh, a lot to focus on this week for the race. They're saying uh, it favors Red Bull, but we have had our success here in the past. I personally love Turkey uh, in Istanbul. A few years ago and went to a gun range with a couple of guys were shooting like AK-47s in basements. Uh, a crazy town, a lot of fun to be had. Um, so we, f- we figured now is the time for us to leap into the lead, hold on to it and uh, not look back. Uh, it's sort of this time of year where Lewis uh, steps up his performance and as well the guys are encouraged to perform at a better level as well. Then moving on to the rest of the season, obviously expecting more and more dominance. Uh, the team and the cars coming into form, so we're ready for whatever they have for us. Um, however many times uh, it's going to come at us, we're going to come at it again. So thanks, guys. All right. So that was Toto. Again, no idea what he said. He sends us uh, his clip last minute. Very busy guy. But I guess we jump into uh, race preview here. We got the Turkish Grand Prix. Istanbul Park. I will say here's a bit of a history lesson for you. So last year, I don't know if you remember, this was one of the craziest races we had. Your boy Lance Stroll, the Canadian, got pole. The first lap was one of the craziest things I've ever seen with multiple people spinning out. One of the craziest races, sort of on par with with Sochi this year, right? You had the rain. It was a new track, so the asphalt hadn't been worn in, which I guess meant meant it was extra slippy in the rain. So just the first lap, uh, Stroll held on to to pole, but both Red Bull drivers were were overtaken and fell back. Verstappen going from second all the way to eighth. You also had Ricardo and Ocon touch and spin. Bottas then spun. Uh, This is all literally like the, the first corner. Later in that lap, Vettel went from 11th to 4th. 
You had Hamilton spin on the ninth turn. I mean, just absolute chaos all the way to the end of the races. And then you actually ended up on the the very last corner. Leclerc locked up trying to overtake Perez. He was in third trying to take over second. <laughs> he locked up. Vettel overtook him and he ended up in, in fourth place. Now, Hamilton uh, won the race and claimed his seventh world championship title last year. So this was absolutely nuts last year. And guess what we got going into this weekend as far as weather? Uh, rain, rain, go away. Nope, it's following us, man. We got 70% Saturday and 70% Sunday. But I guess three of the last five. Yeah, with this one, it'd be three of the last five. We had Belgium, which was Spa, the race that, that wasn't a race, obviously. Russia last week. And then this week, Turkey looking like it's going to line up with some rain. So um, I kind of enjoy it, to be honest with you. As long as it's not a spa, it's, I mean, it's absolute chaos. Oh, absolutely. You know, the rain's falling us like shitty quarterbacks fall the Chicago Bears. But yeah, you know what? Rain's usually a good, uh, it adds a, a nice spin to a lot of races. But yeah, Spa just put a bad taste in everybody's mouth. I'm, I can't even say taste correctly. I sound like Mike Tyson there just now. But if we got some rain coming in, I expect uh, another exciting race. That's for damn sure. One of the key things, I think that if you're if you're Mercedes, somehow you got to crack the code of where Horner takes a shit. I think they did that in Sochi because if you remember, Horner has a very particular shitting strategy before race that brings him luck. And I think maybe that's what Mercedes has been able to do. So whoever's been out there cracking a shit code for Mercedes, kudos to that guy. Give the man a bonus. But I think that's a key, key fucking strategy to watch this this coming week. What say you? I uh, did not expect you to go there. That that was interesting. I think a, a few things will be be key. One's going to be, do Mercedes take the engine penalty? You know, we talked about that last week. Obviously, Max has taken his. Would you do it at a at a racetrack that most are saying favors favors Red Bull? Um, obviously, the rain, too, could play a factor in that. We've, we've said all along, right? The best drivers rise to the top in, in those conditions. Um, obviously, he's one of those. The McLarens seem to have done pretty well in, in those conditions. So could they do some holding up of Red Bull? Well, hey, Lewis race is good in the fucking rain. We see that take the take the engine penalty, especially if there's going to be rain this week, and show Verstappen how you win. Not get second place how you win. Even though I last week I said he had uh lucky charms up his asshole winning and getting podium or getting second place for Stappen. But yeah, I think from what you're saying, I take that if I if I need a new power unit. I think that's the thing, right? Nobody knows if they need one. That's that's going to be the interesting piece here. So I guess you got predictions for this week? Uh, yeah. So if Mercedes can figure out a way to find Horner's lucky shitting spot, and I should really go down more detail there. So Horner has come out and said before each race, he finds a lucky spot to take a shit. So that's why I'm really just on this, this shitting strategy because I think the Red Bull's a far better car and I do think Verstappen pulls it out this week. Gets first place. You're probably going to follow up with maybe a Lando second and Hamilton third. Okay. I like that. I like that. Predictions. I, th- I think it's going to be max one. Uh, I'm going to say Lewis two. And I'm going to give like Bottas, Bottas three. It's, Bottas about, three. it's about time he did. So it's, it seems like it's been a while. I guess it's really only been two races. But um, with the rain... 
Bottas is running in second. He gives way to to Lewis. Lewis comes comes second. Bottas gets third on the podium towards the end of the race. That's what I'll go with. Boom. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We're probably way off. Well, I mean, normally we are, but that's why we do this damn thing, right? Yeah, well, that's especially why we do it. Losing money with no rubber and... What a great segue. You like that? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You lose. So looking at the odds, right? You had Max at plus 100, Lewis at plus 120. Then they jumped down quite a bit, but I was shocked to see you had Mr. Ricardo himself at plus 6,600, which was like, he was like fifth or sixth down in the odds. If this thing's going to be wet and there's going to be rain, I'm going to put my money on that for a long shot. Plus 6,600, bet 100, win 6,600. The way the McLarens have been pushing the last two weeks, uh, you know, we said last week, this is a, a time for them to show their Maybe not in the top tier, but they're definitely not in the midfield. They're somewhere in between now. So we'll see on a track that maybe shouldn't be as suited for them. Uh, let's see if they can can pull that out. Yeah, man, especially since you said the last two weeks. That's when you start getting serious with a girl and you put her picture on your bedside. I mean, that's what we're getting at right now, timing-wise. So if they can show three weeks, that's when you get real serious and introduce the family. So let's see. Let's see what happens. I'm excited. I'm with you, man. It'd be good to have another race. and and. Even cooler after after Turkey here. We got the U.S. We've got Mexico. We've got Brazil. Let alone USA, yeah, we, USA, USA. We'll be out at the U.S. one, but even after that, we get to actually hang out and drink at normal times. They're not stupid o'clock because they're on our side of the the world. I'm pretty pumped for the next three weeks being able to wake up, not stupid early, go out somewhere in public, drink some beers, eat some wings and watch some races. That's going to be fantastic. So this is really our stretch of the schedule. Hopefully Lewis can uh, do his part and, and help us out and make it enjoyable. Oh, you bet. Hey, no rubber. Why does NASCAR suck? Because it's NASCAR. Amen, brother. You good? I am. All right. We're going to love you and leave you. Peace. Catch up, bitch. I'm in gear three. Zoom. Don't see it. Peace.